0: up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
1: Our legacy isn't how many commas we have in our bank
0: account. It's who we're lucky enough to have in our lives and what we can
1: leave them with. Henry, remind me again why we can't put you in a gifted school. Because it's better for my psychosocial development for me to interact with a peer group in a normal school environment. Oh, Yeah.
0: Susan, I guess I could just set you up a direct deposit if that's easier
1: I, I don't know, I'll have to ask Henry
0: You have to ask your 11 year old?
1: Did our financial statement come in the mail today?
0: Yeah, I forgot to give it to you I don't know how you do it all by yourself Come on, I have Henry Find me another male of the species who's more grown up than him I'd like to This story,
1: it's about me, my brother, my mom, and the girl who lived next door Henry and Peter, they're lucky to have you. And your father's lucky to have you too.
2: Stepfather. Hello and welcome along to our Patreon pals. After, at your request and mercy, uh, myself, Kyle Montgomery, and my esteemed friend, Tim Bat have just have watched... mercy! ...a movie called The Book of Henry. Uh, but don't be mistaken, it's not a book. It was a movie. Uh, Tim... Good morning, how are you? Hey pal, point of clarification, is the movie
1: The Book of Henry or Book of Henry? This is very important to me. I
2: believe it's The Book of Henry. but oh, Fucking blow me down. Uh, I could be wrong. Can you uh, check- I'd like- I'm going to check that. You keep no, talking, I've, I'm going to check I have that che- out. I have checked, I'm checking this it. This is imperative. It says here, The Book of Henry. Okay, great. Um thank you. Now <laughs> I've just watched this movie, Tim. Yes. And I watched uh, it yesterday. Yes. Uh I I slept on it. I have to tell you something. So I uh I was in communication with you yesterday and I was saying, I I sort of sent you a trailer for a movie called Tiptoes, which someone told me about (laughs) uh, (laughs) after I'd watched Detective Pikachu. They were telling me we'd we'd gotten quite stoned and watched Detective Pikachu. And on the drive home after the movie, he Mm. was telling me about um, how there's a movie called Tiptoes in which uh, (laughs) Carrie Oldman plays a little person and um, Matthew McConaughey – It's it's, it's, the whole thing is just so far-fetched is McConaughey and Kate Beckinsale as love interests. And I think it's, I can't remember if it's Kate or McConaughey, whose parents are little people. And it's like this big reveal and the families have to meet each other and Peter Dinklage is in it. It sounds like it's make believe, but it's, it's true. It and uh, features
1: Gary Oldman from memory of me watching the trailer a couple months ago, and the role of a
2: lifetime. Yeah, it's what they say. And honestly, if you look it up, it, 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 there's a lot of um, like movie blogs, which you know he's he features on lists of people saying uh, outstanding performance in a in a failed film for what he did. Uh, and anyhow, that, that's all by the by. So amongst all that communication, we were talking about the book of Henry, and I, uh, I you sent me a link to download the the film. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Let's not reveal all our tricks, shall we? <laughs> uh, no, it's it's necessary that we reveal all of our tricks. And uh, I saw on the, when I opened up the Dropbox link uh, and started, you know, and it was just to checking out that it worked, mm. uh, it, it had a runtime of an hour. And I messaged you and I said, wow, a runtime of an hour? What merciful Patreon pals. And then you sort of said something else like, oh yeah, I'm watching it now. And life went on, and then so today I was out and about. I was getting my bike fixed, and uh, they were taking longer than I thought. So I thought I better just start watching this movie now. And I sat down. I was out in the in uh, in the world, and I sat down and started watching this movie uh, on my phone. And mm-hmm. I saw the opening title sequence, and I saw all of these names like Cape Shet. And uh, Sarah Silverman, Bobby Moynihan, amongst other probably more esteemed actors, but not not who I necessarily know. And I thought, wow, this is an incredible cast. And the opening credit sequence, I was like, this is a pretty, this is a pretty good opening credit sequence. This movie knows sure. what it is and what it's trying to do. Yeah, I thought S- something must have gone really awry for a movie with this title, opening sequence, and this cast to have been condensed down to an hour-long runtime. And then I started watching the movie, and I was like, "Wow!" For a movie that only lasts an hour, these guys are super confident with their pacing. They are in no rush to get through the beats of the story. And then about forty minutes in, after we were introduced to a, a subplot in which the next door neighbour, who's a the police inspector or a police commissioner, is uh, you know, under there's, a, there's a suspicion that he might be in an abusive relationship with a stepdaughter. And, Played uh, uh, by Her- Hank from Breaking Bad. Put that fella in your head, everyone. There you go. And uh, and Henry, at uh, 40 minutes in, while the, while this subplot has just been introduced, Henry is diagnosed with a um, malignant tumour and is, is killed off about 45 minutes into the movie. And I was thinking, Jesus Christ, we've got a lot of resolution to smash into 15 minutes of screen time here. And... Uh, but but movies aren't
1: ever an hour. Like there's no, I know, it's not even the length of I any film.
2: I know, but these Pedro and pals they throw some pretty weird shit at us. You know, <laughs> my mind harkens back to the the Street Kids, whoever that YouTube video was, where there was that crazy anima- that Christmas animation. But I yeah, was even really, that was like ninety minutes. No, it wasn't. And also, the there was the other that Christmas film. But I was really confused, and it wasn't until fifty-eight minutes in I realized. Something's not right here, and I doubt down- I, I walked <laughs> home while watching the movie, and I downloaded the file. It's an hour and forty-five minutes of movie. Yes, it is. And this is one of the few times when I was watching a movie and uh, keeping an eye on the rain and I was like, "We're running. We're, we're running out of space." Like I was devastated to see that the movie was going to end because I was genuinely invested in the characters and wanted to see what happened. Mm-hmm. I've watched an hour of this movie, and now we're on, we're on hell, the Monty. We're on the call. But that was one of the most confusing and like uh quite um I was like really dumbfounded as to how they were gonna make all of this work in the air. It was a hell it was a hell God of an hour. Damn it, Monty. We've gotta be
1: better than this. Fucking Do rolling we? here having watched half the fi- Yeah, I think
2: so. <laughs> it's an hour and forty five minutes. I've watched more than half the movie, thank you very all right, much. Alright,
1: should I then explain what happens in the second half to you? I yes, it's got to come out at some point
2: anyway. No, I would sooner you didn't. I want to watch the other 45 minutes of this movie well, for what pleasure. What are we doing then? What are we doing here? There's an hour <laughs> of great movie to unpack.
1: <laughs> no, you shit. I'm not going to not talk about the ending. Okay, but no spoilers. Um, I will definitely spoil it. I don't
2: know how I couldn't. I don't know how I could talk about well, the ending without it, you spoiling were- it. We were exchanging some messages yesterday, like, in between you watching the film, and you were stressed out by the movie. You were speculating that the lead character was an alien. Yeah, and that uh, was... Yeah. In reference I to what... Think we- I did say
1: that. I thought it was going to get k packs on us because um, he's freaking out. He starts getting these... Head- okay, so, Henry, boy genius, 12 years old. We open with a lot of um, Rube Goldberg machine type things that he's created and is effectively his treehouse even though it's on ground level and this kid's a he's a dynamo not enough attention is paid to this in the film but he is trading stocks something chronic and he's doing so with such proficiency that he's he's managed to um amass a nest egg of eight hundred thousand dollars which he leaves for his mother after he carks it six hundred and sixty thousand dollars i beg your pardon sorry um so he's yeah, he's he's a boy wonder, he's a kid genius, and he's got a younger brother who's like a couple of three years younger than him. And he's very like moralistic in addition to being very smart. But here's the thing about Henry, you guys, he is utterly insufferable as a character. Like despite the fact that he is supposed to be the emotional core of this film yeah i stand behind that he's you know it's it, you put a kid in there you put a 12 year old kid you're supposed to love them especially one who's going through health problems especially one who's very uh cares about other people very empathetic and yet this kid i want to fucking kick him in the head every time he's on screen because he's so precocious He's telling his mum off for swearing all the time in front of the the younger kid. the single parent who's doing her best, working in a diner alongside Sarah Silverman, just trying to put the coins together to get food on the table. And this kid's fucking giving her shit for playing video games, blowing off a little steam at home, and for swearing lightly, I might add, no C words, I I don't think there were any F-bombs either, in front of the other kid. Get fucked, Henry. Go fuck Absolutely. yourself!
2: <laughs> hey, why don't you go fuck yourself? Henry's doing his best. He, nah, man, Henry I Henry's liked, a precocious little shit. I liked I liked Henry. I thought the the kid who was playing him did. He, there were shades of uh, the, of a to, uh, young Toby Maguire, I thought. Yeah, and so he's, the kid. He's like, he's quite freaky. What's
1: he been in? He's been in It. He's the main kid in It. His name's Jaden Martell, ah, uh, which I think is a go. stage name. Yeah. And he's, um, you know, he's he's all good. It's a hard character. I'm not putting it on the actor at all. But um, that cat, the the script writing, it's just like, man,
2: I want to boot that little kid. I want to give him a kick. I you I know? disagree. He's I thought the little kid was great. If you want to talk about who should be booted, mm-hmm. it's... Uh, it's the great Sarah Silverman. And as you can imagine, in this sort of oh. trunca- truncated, hour-long version <clears throat> of the movie, when he's in the hospital and she comes and visits him and they confess that they actually get along, even though they have like a surface-level, mean-spirited relationship. Mm. And he says, I think you're pretty. And then she gives him what is very much a sexualized kiss. Yeah. I was like, I would estimate we cannot her character be... to be 35 at least. It's like, and he we is cannot 12. be introducing you know these sorry he's pe- he's 11 going on 12 yeah i was like is it i mean it was just, they were just stuffing so much new stuff into the movie when there was under 15 minutes to go i was uh oh, really guy. fascinated to see how it all played out
1: guy 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 that that freight train of adding ingredients to mix two completely different metaphors that never stopped that never oh, stopped it keeps, until this end. is more and more There was a – because, yeah, this was one of those movies where you feel like you're watching multiple different movies within a movie because it opens up and you get a real sort of Disney vibe because there's a a whole raft of – especially from the 90s, Disney's flicks where – and John Hughes kind of dabbled in this with Home Alone as well where um, kids are fucking awesome, adults are stupid, and let's have a rollicking good time exploiting that as a premise – and this is sort of like that, except I hated the kid. I was like, the kid is smart, but I, I hate him because he's precocious. He needs to chill out. So you I didn't really? like anyone in this, except Naomi Watts, who I always like, and I think she is underappreciated for how good an actor she is. You I, really? I kind of think I think she's a victim of how beautiful she is, to be honest. And then she was in like Kong, so everyone just sort of put put her in their head as like the damsel in distress type. She's a
2: fine actor. No, she gets hers. Kate Blanchett is uh, critically and commercially successful and revered. Naomi Watts, we're talking about, not Kate
1: Blanchett. Kate uh, Blanchett yeah. is neither in this movie <laughs> nor Kong. Um,
2: no, yeah. I, 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 I <laughs> funnily enough, I get them confused. Uh, yeah, enough, but Naomi so Watts also, I think she also gets hers, doesn't she? I hope so. I hope so. She, she does well. But. Uh, oh yeah it's so interesting. I genuinely think because because I watched this whole well not this whole movie because I watched this whole hour of movie under the belief that something had gone catastrophically wrong and they'd had to cut it down to an hour and it didn't get released <laughs> in cinemas and was like somehow just floating around the internet as this weird spare parts failed experiment. I was constantly blown away by how competent it was and how invested I was becoming it's been, yeah. i think like the ticking time bomb element of knowing that I was, they were running out of time to tell the whole story. Really had me like leaning closer and closer and closer to the screen. I think had I watched it knowing it was an hour and forty five minutes, I might have fallen out of love with Henry. But the whole time, I was like, "Go, go, yes!" Well, you, you saw his whole lifespan as well, though. I know, like but you, I didn't. I didn't, see, I didn't see. I didn't see the family discovering the book. I didn't see the consequence of what what they did on discovering the contents of the oh. book and the, the aspersions that, that henry was casting on the neighbor well I, I know i said no spoilers but i as the conversation wears on i'm now open to the story being revealed uh, through you tim my closest friend and ally oh, i'm i'm also your ally
1: now the interesting thing is this is one of those movies where on rotten tomatoes it's got a pretty lo- low score 22 <coughs> percent we've watched worse Um, We regularly watch worse, uh, but the IMDb score is 6.6 out of 10. So this is one of those ones where it's like, we can all agree, not like a great film, but I would call it a competent film. And
2: it's kind of like, it's a bit
1: arthousey.
2: Mm. yeah yeah it's like like, it's it's awards bait kind of movie making exactly exactly and when it first the first the very first thought that went through
1: my head when it started up the kind of intro sequence for the whole film which i can't even remember what it was now what what was it what was the first uh, thing
2: it's once the movie actually starts or the actual intro sequence what do you first seen see on screen there are these sort of etchings of these rube goldberg style machines like it's like we're turning through the pages of the book of henry yeah so um i was like i bet this was
1: shot on 35 millimeter film this looks not digital which i i i'm no i don't i've never made a movie but i feel like that's what you do when you're chasing awards you fucking shoot something about a dying kid on film
2: um Anyway, before before we launch into the, the the final third or you know the, uh, the 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 big conflict and resolution of the movie, yeah, could I please uh, I would like to talk to you about the things I was left curious about after my hour sure. of movie making. I would love like to uh, hear what you think happens at the end. Well, the, this the, is impre- Walkout Boys. This is turned the, Walkout Boys. It is uh, the impression I got was. That, uh, but I'm I'm speculating. I I'm speculating as accurate as I can. Kate Blind. Oh, by no, the way, I just no, want to
1: clear up because the majority of people won't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Walk Out Boys was a very funny podcast where Nick Sampson and Joseph Wall would go see a blockbuster film, but they had to walk out at the halfway point and then guess at what happened in the second half of the movie. It was very good. Um.
2: So I I think Kate Blanchett, First of all, does not show up at all in the movie. Uh, <laughs> Naomi Watts, however, does continue to portray the, the role of mother. And, mm. uh, I, there was quite a, a clearly laid romantic spark between her and the doctor, I thought. Yep. Uh, so I imagine that they probably get together. There's some sort of conflict around, uh, possibly what's going on with the neighbour that pulls them apart, but they ultimately wind up together. What we see is the beginnings of a cohesive family unit between her, the Doctor, and the surviving son. I think uh, that probably the younger brother discovers Henry's book and keeps it to himself and tries to solve the uh, abuse saga that's taking place next door. And uh, at one point, there's... Uh, doubt cast over his detective work probably by the Doctor maybe which is the conflict that drives him and uh, Naomi Watts apart but ultimately he's proven right and the Doctor's very uh, contrite and apologises Sarah Silverman might get off the grog Uh, I mean these are sort of the, the the main things I yeah these are the main things I think about what was left to me was like romantic tension uh, family situation, and I wanted to see. I really wanted to see that neighbor get his comeuppance because he was, he, he there was something sinister about that man. Guy, here's what happens in Book of Henry.
1: <laughs> so the kid dies, the the mum, second kid, no, sorry, no, Henry dies. The yeah. kid, uh, the, 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 so Henry's book is discovered by the mother, and he lays out a plot as you rightly point out, to get the neighbor, Henry's plot is to kill Hank. That would explain the trip to the gun shop. I should have probably put that in there. Yes. Exactly. Yes. So um, there's a trip to the gun store where he overhears the transaction being made where he's like, oh, who's the guy? He's like, you know, oh, Dom. He's like, Dominic sent me. The guy's like, I can't sell you a gun. He's like, Dominic sent me. Dominic sends his regards. He's like, all right, I'll go get it, sort of thing. So what Henry does before his untimely death is sets out the details in this book and on an audio recording, which we then see Naomi Watts chuck some earbuds in and listens to, he talks his mum through getting out some cash from an ATM, going into the gun store, saying exactly the right thing to get a very specific sniper rifle with a silencer on it practice shooting it and he guides her through like how to shoot this gun in the woods doing target practice and then on the night when there's the uh school like talent show thing, yeah that um, makes sense That's the night because we know that Hank, not his real name, just Hank from Breaking Bad, the the bad dad, he uh, didn't want to go. He was like, I can't be bothered um, going to that. So she knows that he will be there and all of the town will be at the school. So this is the night to do it. So um, plans every detail meticulously, Henry does, and explains it posthumously uh, through an iPod to his mother. And so she's listening to all these instructions and she's setting up a gun and it all, it like all goes through. And then there's this cross cut scene at the end where she's like lining up the shot, waiting for him to get into the, into the sights of the gun while the daughter who he has been abusing um, is doing a ballet ballet performance. Yeah, yeah so shit so it's all it's all fucking high stress
2: you know yeah, i mean I, I i i can only imagine how interesting this actually is to the uh our listeners but to me this is like uh <laughs> gripping edge of the seat kind of storytelling i am so invested this this is a new way to watch That's a right, movie I I stressed yeah <laughs> <laughs> so um then
1: uh I'm trying to think if I'm like skipping any really important bits. I probably am. Um, what's uh, what's Sarah Silverman doing? Anything? Fuck, man. Do you know? I was really trying to remember when you mentioned Sarah Silverman. I was like, what does end up happening to her? I, ca- I can't even fucking remember. I don't think. We know, we know she's a booze
2: hound with a heart of gold and a yeah. penchant pon- any- for mouth kissing precocious young boys.
1: Yeah, I don't know if she comes back in any serious. That's so bad. I watched this yesterday. Man, I've been up since four because my dog was vomiting and then I couldn't get back to sleep, so I've been up too early. Um, So uh, anyway, she accidentally, when she's lining up the shot, trips something over in the treehouse because that's where she's hiding um, to to line up the shot, and it sets off one of the Rube Goldberg machines. And I thought it was going to... Caperish
2: and hilarious, I should hope. uh,
1: I know. The tone in this is so fucking outlandish. It just goes all over. (laughs) It's like, you know, suddenly we're in a um, born identity you know spin-off where she's got yeah, a but goddamn set, but sniper rifle playhouse. <laughs> yeah in the in the woods but we are also inside Wee's play- playhouse so she accidentally triggers that off which you're sort of i think led to believe is going to make so much damn noise that hank because oh we didn't mention this hank is the police commissioner of like the whole town that they're in and um at one point earlier in the film henry actually calls child protective services or the equivalent to their house, because he sees stuff going on, and' he can't, he can't stand just uh, you know standing by and doing nothing also, and it while, turns out- while
2: we're inside of this insert uh, he, has, hmm. he has warned the pro- the principal of his school that he thinks there's something untoward happening, but she yes. is an old friend of this uh, of Hank and uh, doubts him, which is what moves yeah. him to become frustrated and call child services and we watch <coughs> child services arrive at the house through the eyes of the still living Henry at the time so did you see the bit where he figures
1: out that the guy who's in charge of child protective services is Hank's brother
2: yeah because yeah. Uh, we see in like in an iconic scene that is in every single movie starring a child lead we see him uh, muttering the name of a dastardly adult to himself under his breath I think it's Sickleman <laughs> and he goes you hear yeah, it's such a it it's is. so perfect delivery he goes Sickleman and you're like Sickleman yes. <laughs> yeah of course <laughs> uh so uh
1: where are we the rube goldberg machine goes off it creates a lot of noise but not enough noise as it turns out in the movie to actually get hank to like draw a weapon and, and start chasing her which i thought was what was going to happen what it does do is it pulls down all these photos of henry as a baby with his mum, like childhood you know baby photos and so she sees that they they like appear on the wall they kind of fall outward that's the last bit of the Rube Goldberg machine which I mean you know we don't need to get into it but that's fucking dumb like why have a Rube Goldberg machine that reveals photos you own to you very silly um and so she she's like, Nah man, I'm not gonna kill this guy. That's crazy. And it's like, yeah, you're right. That is fucking wild and it's it, nuts that the movie brought us to a point where we were you had your finger on the trigger and we were all like, Well, I guess is the this is the bit where Henry's mum kills the next door neighbor who's been abusing the child and that will be our happy it, ending for is it this conv- movie.
2: Is it confirmed that he is abusing the child at this point? Um, yes. How do they confirm? Oh well, that? like
1: I mean, you don't see, I mean, I, I know that you you're a real stickler for seeing things transpire on screen, and if you don't see them, you don't believe them. But I mean, it is heavily uh, insinuated. Be, um, beyond that, that is be, indeed the case
2: like obviously henry's precocious him he's our hero and so we believe everything he says but beyond very what obvious. is revealed while he's still alive it's made yet yes. more obvious still it's, it's very obvious very obvious yeah, great that great. he's the baddie so
1: um so then what happens is she's like she rings the police no the guy the doctor comes round to the house and like finds her with the gun i can't remember who rung the police it's either him or her she rang them himself but she's like putting the gun down and kind of you know nothing very serious comes of that because she wasn't going to shoot him anyway so the guy emerged that that love interest doctor dude he kind of emerges after she's had this critical moment of realizing that shooting the yeah. neighbor would be an insane thing to do great and then cop cars show up and then yeah. hank realizes that you know, he's, he's done, he's been caught, and you see all these... How, um, how did
2: that happen?
0: J.D. Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust proof stainless steel hardware, weather ready teak, and quick dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at
1: burrow.com slash ACast. What do you what do you mean? How did the cop cars get there? How did Hank get caught? Well, the, well, because they called the cops, and they were like, "I think she." she so she has this face-off with them, and she's like, "Hey, um, you're fucked. I know what you've been doing, and uh, you know, like, it's over. Now you know who you're dealing with, and it's me." And so she kind of like falls into the shoes of Henry in terms of being a good Samaritan to actually, you know, take some action
2: to do something him rather yeah. than being a bystander. Yeah. So yeah, um, At one point, Henry does very confidently say that violence isn't the worst thing in the world. The worst thing in the world is apathy. And at yeah, that point, I'm now imagining trailer, you screaming at the computer saying, no, the worst thing in the world is an 11-year-old fucking boy who thinks he knows everything.
1: <laughs> Man, I'm like, I, I, I admire the qualities and the values that this film is putting forward, but it just inside the vessel of this book, it's not that stuff that bugs me. It's him constantly telling his mum off for like minor shit. It's just like, give it a rest, mate. Well, that's, She's that's, doing her the, best. That's,
2: that is the fun and games part of the movie where it's like, oh, look at this crazy dynamic. The mum's the son and the son's the mum. Yeah,
1: I don't know. It's, it, doesn't, it, does, it doesn't play well to me. Anyway,
2: so here's well, the really was, wild bit, ba- Guy. Killing over here in Cap Montgomery Yeah I'm fucking listening brother We're not done yet Because the the final twist of this film
1: Is that Hank steps outside and kills himself And that is our happy ending
2: Did Cape Blanchett and the Doctor kiss?
1: Once again (laughs) (laughs) Cape (laughs) Blanchett Not featured in this movie Not for a damn second um, okay, well, what about Naomi Watts? I don't. Th- no, I don't. I don't think they kiss. I should know that. No, it doesn't seem appropriate. I'm pretty sure they didn't kiss at the end. Do you but know what I also else can't doesn't... remember what happens to Sarah Silverman.
2: What is happening you know what... to my fucking brain? Do you know what else doesn't seem super appropriate? in what I'm assuming was a a PGA film. What is uh, a character killing themselves at the end? Is the happy ending? yeah man
1: yeah true that oh yeah the other thing that happens okay (laughs) i think i just got i got swept up in in the silliness or something but so henry's little brother his entry into the uh talent show thing that they're doing at school is he's he's gonna do a magic trick And so he comes on as a magician and he tells the whole room, he said, hey, everyone, uh, I'm going to bring my brother back before your very eyes. I'm going to bring him back to this room. Oh, no. And everyone's just like, oh, no. (laughs) This kid doesn't realize that his brother has, has, you know, he's passed away and he's not coming back. He's a goner. Um so there's kind of a lot of lead up to that he's got a box he says abracadabra taps it with his wand a few times you're like oh no what's gonna happen and then just a whole bunch of like shaving cream kind of spurts out at the crowd and that's that's the ultimate ending like slow motion sort of a confetti type situation it's pretty wild oh wow what do you what oh. do you think What do you think of the the hour that you saw though? Like, what what is your Why do you think this movie didn't work? Because it, it didn't. does.
2: If you watch <coughs> it, un, if you watch it under the impression it is only an hour long, you mm-hmm. will be absolutely enamored, invested, and engaged the whole time. You will not be able to put your phone down. You will experience this movie as you would any movie that commands your attention in the sense that the outside world closes off to you and all you want to know is what is happening in the lives of these characters. You will become, oh, you'll become stressed Yeah, uh, when you realise that they're probably not going to have enough time to deal with all of the plot elements <laughs> that they've introduced. And then in the last sort of two minutes from that 58 minute to that one hour mark, you'll think to yourself, okay, maybe the movie hasn't got it wrong here. Maybe I've made some sort of mistake. I ask you, Tim. Do you think I'm going to watch the remaining 45 minutes of this movie? Even now, I know how it plays out after this conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I best believe you will. Absolutely. This is so it's such an interesting thing that's happened to me now because this movie has vaulted itself from like what would have been just a forgettable Patreon watch to like something which I have a weird investment and connection to it's not a wholly terrible film it's very watchable
1: and and considering the bar of film that we're usually thrown by our pals at patreon like this 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 is probably the best movie we've been asked to watch would you say uh like objectively in terms of a a movie movie, being a movie i think this might be the best
2: film we've been asked to watch yeah i'm just sort of rifling through what what we have seen and all i'm really remembering is like breen bucky larson uh that weird christian christmas movie and the weird and food fight food fight there's been some great some great hits there fuck man i'm
1: trying to read the variety review out loud but god damn it there's a lot of ads getting in my way on the flipping mobile version of this website jesus i can't even i cannot access the page for this fucking pop-up quiz it's giving me wow that's annoying okay here's it's probably going to come back so i'll try and read this quick here uh there's the kind of bad movie that just sits there unfolding with grim uh, grimly predictable monotony then there's the kind of badass oh sorry badness Sorry, I'm going to start that again. Then there's the kind where the badness expands and metastasizes, taking on a jaw-dropping life of its own, pushing through to the ever-higher heights of garishness. The Book of Henry, directed by Colin Trevorrow from William Hurwitz's script, is of the latter, you've-got-to-see-it-to-disbelieve-it variety. The film's muted, yet still rather flamboyant. Fucking, the fucking quiz came back. God damn it. Do, do some Variety. of the quizzes. I, I can't bring myself to do it. I'm going to skip to um, something called Common Sense Media, which is coming up very high in Google. So that indicates to me it's of high prestige. They have given this film, uh, Oh, kind of hard to see. I think one star. Parents need to know that the book of Henry is a drama with very dark subject matter. A child gets sick and dies. He's shown in a hospital bed with tubes, having seizures, and dying in his mother's arms while family members cry over him. Plus, a boy makes an elaborate plan to commit murder. Sounds crazy in retrospect. And his mother, Naomi Watts, ultimately decides to carry out the plan, going so far as to buy a gun and attempting to shoot her neighbour. A man kills himself off screen. Viewers hear the gunshot. Maybe this is one of those websites where they just like point out all the sort of trigger warnings for um parents. Maybe yeah. maybe that's why this is no good.
2: Sounds a bit like what's happening there.
1: Yeah. Okay. We're going to have one more run at this. And this comes to us from Vulture.com. Emily Yoshida. Good stories remind us of who we want to be in time. Yoshida. And- she's, she's a great critic. Oh, I beg your pardon for the pronunciation. No uh, g- uh, good stories remind us of who we want to be, intones Henry in a voiceover uh, over the final minutes of the Book of Henry, which raises the question, who in the Book of Henry do you want to be? The 11-year-old genius with, genius with tragic illness and a posthumously revealed homicidal streak? The single mother with a first-person shooter addiction? A seemingly bottomless bank account and mad ukulele skills or maybe it's the alcoholic waitress who kisses young boys on the lips when their mothers are out of the room thank you don't worry this movie thinks it's cute by the end of the film you may just decide you want to be Peter Henry's younger brother, who mostly just watches the rest of the movie happen around him in a daze, but is adorable. Who doesn't want to be adorable? Such is the cornucopia of characters and scenarios in the Book of Henry, a film written by novelist Greg Hurwitz and directed by Jurassic... Jurassic Park? Oh, Jurassic World. Jurassic World's Colin Trevorrow, seemingly in a vacuum far, far away from anything vaguely resembling actual things that happen and people who exist. It does not suffice to call the Book of Henry bad... It's non-functional, so poorly conceived from the ground up as to slip out of the grasp of the usual standards one applies to narrative film. It might be admirable if it wasn't such a torture to watch. I could go
2: on, but I think that's a good synopsis of of this uh, review. No, to me, these film critics need to walk a goddamn year in our fucking movie-watching shoes. Yeah, no shit, man. This film, by comparison,
1: competent. All good. (laughs) All good. I go so far as to say, great. This could be Oscar worthy.
2: Who did you? Who did you gravitate towards in this film, man? Uh, I naturally, I liked. um, I, I in hearing it spelled out like that. You know, I'm I'm one of those people who I'll read an article and I'll think to myself, "Yeah, of course, absolutely." And then two hours later, I'll read the counterpoint to the article and I'll think, "Yeah, no, no doubt." So, in hearing those very scathing and articulate reviews, I'm like, "Yeah, no, this this movie does not take place in reality." And uh, I probably am not divorcing the character enough from the performer, but uh, Sarah Silverman's sort of, you know, classic uh, weight, sort of uh, alcoholic uh quippy waitress character was um i was always interested to see her on screen she's probably the person i mean but like she doesn't exist in reality when they arrive to find her because she didn't show up to her shift at work that morning and she's passed out on her back porch from drinking wine you Mm. know presumably the night before and somehow softens naomi watts's character enough to sit down and have some wine with her her two young boys in tow you know you think about that and you're like there's this no none of the characters none of this makes sense no (laughs) but uh why why do you say that i think that makes sense uh i don't i don't think uh it looks cold i don't think that she would wake up and be dry and fine after falling asleep outside for the entire night oh i see Uh, from a medical point of view from a medical point of view and then also I don't think you know like the the reaction to that the, I mean from that point you know all of the re- responses to that situation are false because it, it's not coming from a place of truth but uh, I don't think Kate Blanchett would be like yeah sure I'll just sit down and drink some wine with my clearly alcoholic friend in front of my two boys mm. even though we have flipped the mum and son roles I just thought no that's not true but I, I was always interested in uh, seriously I mean Bobby Moynihan's character who ran the diner at which uh, loved him love him watts, and I'm, i loved him and i was invested in a story because i was like you need to find better employees
1: man yeah dude you've got a f- yeah that's true i think naomi watts was um <clears throat> she was a good worker though oh except no. actually when henry dies she goes back to work and there's a i don't know if you saw this or not guy i saw this Captain yeah. fucking one hour when they go uh a coke it's gets this time, delivered coke to the yeah and so she takes a big old swig out of the glass and she says yeah that's regular coke no fuck she says diet coke that i remember i
2: also remember this stuff
1: um does she smoke a cigarette in in that bit as well or am i imagining oh no that's when she's baking for the um for peter she just like starts smoking cigarettes and swearing to peter
2: (sighs) yeah it's, I mean, who did you, what did, what did you, separate from the reviews and my own experience, what did you make of the movie on the whole? Because you, you did Love tell to- me it was stressing you out and you did think yeah. that the lead character was an alien so, yeah, so Ma- i'll tell you when i'll tell you when so when he okay
1: so he's got cause <laughs> i haven't seen it in ages and now i will never see it because kevin spacey has done what he has done but k pax is kind of a vibe i got briefly and this movie switches gears and genre and tone so many times i'm like yeah fucking maybe he is an alien maybe that's what this movie's about he's been getting these crazy headaches we know that he is of completely abnormal intelligence for a normal 11 year old human boy. And then when he's in the hospital, getting all the tests and stuff done on him, he runs to the window and tries to open it. And he gets obsessed with like looking out to the sky. And I was like, fuck yeah, this kid's a fucking alien that rules. Cause I thought he was trying to get a bit of a line of sight to his um, mothership or something. And they were going to beam him back up. You know, like a little gift from, from heaven above, and they'd take him away again. But, um, I, turns out the movie didn't quite have that fantastical sense of uh, imagination,
2: but I sure did. Well, as you can imagine, going in knowing that this is what you thought, I was also looking out for that stuff. And I did think at the same moment when he looks up, he has to look at the sky that this kid was um, possibly... Oh, I still didn't really believe it, but like... His precociousness goes entirely unexplained. This is not like your ordinary child genius in that this child cannot necessarily exist in reality, such as his, like, certainty in his moral values and just like the overwhelming preternatural intelligence he displays across all areas and facets of life. He diagnosed his tumor to the doctor from hearing the symptoms described back to him using the exact medical jargon he plays the stock market from a payphone as an 11-year-old without a voice modifier to the to the tune of $660,000 like in in every facet of his life he is too intelligent to exist in the world as an 11-year-old boy surely there is no one who is this intelligent out there I don't know maybe at
1: least it wasn't like, <clears throat> what's that um, Bradley Cooper movie where he gets super intelligent because of that pill? It wasn't to that level, the smart pill. Yeah, but you know what I'm talking
2: about? No, I know, but that sounds fun. At least it's like there's some <laughs> sci-fi horse shit explanation for why he's being like that. But in this yeah. one, we're just meant to believe that this kid is somehow this intelligent. Like when they he's, took a gifted, out the, he's a when gifted they, child. They when happen. they took out They're the tumor, before they told mm-hmm. him that he had a terminal tumor, I thought they were going to say... Uh, we took we took out what we could of the tumor and it will impact parts of your brain. And I thought, oh, so now he's just going to have to live as a regular child. I thought that might be the consequence of it. I did not anticipate that he was going to uh, die. Or or and th- swing, at, at the, least- swing the
1: other way and he has to learn a le- lesson of humility because he becomes uh, disabled after the surgery. <laughs> That's a good movie. Well, it's a different movie, isn't it? It's probably a good movie because I really didn't take to the character. So yeah. it's not in a way of like comeuppance, but just in a way of like a lesson learned. I'd be like, this kid was a little shit, and then everything was taken away from him. Isn't life fickle?
2: And you he's are learned b- it. <laughs> you, my friend, are a monster, and I kind of respect you for it. But at least, even <laughs> if even if they took out the tumor and he did become ordinarily intelligent, at least there'd be some effort at medically qualifying. I know that with some storytelling, it's better not to ask these questions because then the audience starts asking them as well. But his intelligence was too overwhelming to not at least have some basic understanding or throwaway sentence in reference to why it might be that way. I'm not with you on that, man. I think this is just a gifted kid. They exist. They're rare, but
1: they're out there. Playing the stock market, self-diagnosing their (laughs) tumours. Maybe like not as, exactly as qualified as
2: the the like you know the best neurosurgeon in the area and as you know the best money I mean, financier.
1: I hear you, I hear, you. but it is a it's a movie as well. You know, but it wasn't you know, it wasn't to the point of like I don't know. <clears throat> Create, yeah, I don't know. It wasn't superhuman. It was just very, very, very smart. The especially only, for an 11-year-old.
2: The only humanizing element of this young boy, the only thing that made me think maybe he is human, is that I know for a fact when he's on that payphone making you know, decisions about the stock market, do you know who's on the other end of that phone line? Who's that? My friend and yours. Financier John James Preston.
1: Oh, do you reckon? That's so weird because I thought you were going to say, um, old mate from Where Are Your Friends, fucking... Huh. Page, God. <laughs> yes, dude. Paige is on the other end taking those transactions. <laughs> Fuck. Imagine what they th- were doing in there? Like penny stocks and stuff? A
2: three oh, three-headed headed investment fund spearheaded by... <laughs> <laughs> the the triple headed monster that is Henry, Mister Big, and Paige from We Are Your Friends, Trinity Finance, oh man, be unstoppable. Can we just talk? Can we just like? I know we've talked
1: about it a little bit, but get into this kiss thing because it's got shades of Big to it. You know, in Big with Tom Hanks, where the full grown adult woman like hooks up
2: with. A boy who's in a man's not, body. I've not seen big, but I'm imagining from your description that the full-grown adult woman is aware that it is a boy that she's kissing. Yeah, I think that's true. I think she's doing it full knowing, and there's no
1: escaping. Even a lush like Sarah Silverman's character in this film, like, I mean, he doesn't look old. He looks eleven. He's eleven, and he looks eleven, and he's on. We now know his deathbed, and to give him an open-mouth kiss. I mean, I don't know what the movie's trying to sort of do for us there. There was an aspect of, I like, I I get the whole feeling of, he's gonna die a virgin sort of thing like he's gonna die having never been kissed so we gotta give him this one kiss but they've already set up a romantic interest for him which is the appropriately aged next door neighbour but then they I guess have complicated that by putting her in an abusive relationship with her stepdad so for her to give him a kiss might be a bit complicated but I think no more complicated than a fucking drunk 36 year old buxom Sarah Silverman pashing him so I don't know pick your poison I think they should have thrown Throwing the little girl at him
2: i don't know that he needed to kiss anyone uh he write a passage like the, it's a the coming of age film in addition this, to all the other movies this is i don't even think he was trying to seduce sarah silverman he was just saying to her like he was just explaining in uh scientific terms you know, using the appropriate language, qualifying what their relationship is to each other, which is pretty much a slightly more articulate version of the playground, uh, I'm mean to you because I like you. Exactly. And he calls her pretty. But, you know, an 11-year-old can call a 36-year-old pretty without trying to seduce them. (laughs) This
1: is the real question the movie poses. But I'm gutted that you, and I know you'll see it now, but I am gutted that you haven't seen Naomi Watts become an assassin. And they dress
2: her like an assassin clothes. She's all in black and shit. It's fucking
1: wild, Do you know,
2: I'm frustrated to think when I was speculating about the second half of the film, I missed both of the delightful uh, Henry's guns of Naomi Watts always playing first-person shooter games and... Mm. Uh, Henry going to well actually I missed I missed missed the talent show as a qualifier I missed the gun shop and the meaning that that would have the significance that would take on and uh, Naomi Watts' addiction to first person shooters I'll tell you what else I actually really missed was the presence of Kate Blanchett at all in this movie (laughs) but that's how they make him that's all you can do all you can do is watch him how they make him and curb the last 45 minutes of screen
1: time (laughs) Not since Paddington 2 has such beautiful and symmetrical storytelling, opened so many boxes and later closed all of those boxes so skillfully. We have a lot of fun, it did, don't we? It, this, is, this is the tricky thing about bad movies, though, folks. <coughs> They're hard to trust. So when you get thrown information, you don't know where to put it. You're like, is this a clue as to what will happen later in the movie or is this unneeded exposition handed to me by an unskillful filmmaker. And that's why, I don't think you need to feel too bad about it, guy. Completely understandable that you would see Henry go into a gun shop and just chalk it up to, well, I guess this is just a thing the movie's throwing at me. Or Naomi Watts' character being addicted to first-person shooters on console. It's just like, yeah, okay, I guess this is their version of a three-dimensional single mum is having a PlayStation. You know? I get it the movie's weird hard to trust but it turns out puts it all back in this movie book of the book of the book of the henry for me three
2: stars and i'm not even being facetious man it's impossible for anyone listening to this podcast to watch the movie as i just did but to anyone who watches the book of henry under the impression it's an hour-long film and uh is worried about how they're going to resolve all the story, and then later finds out, through talking to a close friend who has watched the whole film, exactly how batshit it does go. I mean, this is a five-star movie-watching experience for me.
1: (laughs) Brilliant. I think our first five-star in the Patreon palace. That's Uh, that's fucking one for the books, everyone. The books
2: of Henry. So thank you so much. Uh, Please vote for Tiptoes for our next... I know that I probably... (laughs) It's probably illegal for me to get in and highly. meddle with the next election, but um, yeah. my God, that trailer has wet my appetite for that movie in ways <laughs> I cannot describe. It. Maybe we could watch it in our leisure time.
1: Maybe we could. And uh, also, in our leisure time, we will be heading stateside. Guy already is. He's in New York City right now as we speak, and I will be joining him. Uh, we've got a show in New York City at Littlefield,
2: And uh, that's on the... I know. Do you want me to say? Please. It's on the 23rd of June, Sunday the 23rd of June. The next night at Sleeping Village in Chicago, Monday, June 24th, we also have a live show and later that week on Wednesday, June 26th at the Clinton Street Theatre in Portland and on Friday, June 28th in Los Angeles, California at the Dynasty Typewriter. If you are in or near those places or know anyone who listens along who is, please... Buy a ticket, come on down, visit yeah. the boys, we'll have Here's a good thing. time.
1: The places that we've selected to go into are all um, fucking dope and they're kind of like um, slightly smaller venues. They're all like around sort of 100 to 150 seaters. So we we got to sell these puppies out. Please come, bring a friend, and you will be treated to not only a um, – live show as we end this season and i don't know what we're doing after this not only that but you'll be treated nothing to a for a long piece, time a, a piece of media 26 minutes in length from memory that guy and i made which we are legally prohibited from showing in uh other circumstances maybe True even that. the ones in which we're showing it so we'll see you there little dot slash live thank you so 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 much to all of our patreon powers. we will see you very soon where we endeavor to finish watching sex in the city 52 times thank you and god bless no matter what don't i'm pan- not
0: panicking Shh. 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 Shh.
1: Shh. we have to make it better
0: Edges and curves, without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom spray five in one, only from Rustolium. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Plus.